All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft. Tonight's one is, is a super exciting one. I love this guy. I love watching the tape of this guy. Immense, immense talent. Only he was a little bit bigger. Nathaniel Tank Dell, wide receiver from Houston. He's a senior. The guy got the nickname of Tank, despite only being five foot eight and 163 pounds. I don't quite get it, but I don't have to get it. All right. My guest is Brett Schroffnagel. I said that right. <laughs> you just told me, and I probably still just said it wrong. Brett is an aspiring writer and scout. A couple of the guys at campus Canton met down at Mobile, and then we said you got to talk to Brett. So, Brett, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Got to get a, a fellow. Uh, I call myself a Badger. I'm not really a Badger, but you know, Wisconsin State. I like it. Let's get into. The, let's dig into Tank here real quick. He's from Daytona Beach. He was the class of 2020. He was only a three-star guy coming out. Uh, went to Houston, where he didn't play much his first year. Um, it says a sophomore, so I don't think he played all his freshman year. Sophomore year, he did catch 29 balls for 428 yards. It really broke out as, yeah, red, it's not a redshirt sophomore year. I, I don't know. I don't get these anymore. I, it's his third mm-hmm. year. There you go. That's what I got to do. His third year, he caught 90 balls for 1,329 yards, 12 touchdowns, and built on that a little bit this last year. 109 catches, 1,398 for receiving yards, 17 touchdowns. I mean, the guy is just absolutely electric. I put in his kick and punt returns, too. He his sophomore, his third year, he also re- returned 13 kicks for 201 yards. And this year, <laughs> nine punts for 153 yards. So he is electric. He makes plays all over. Tons and tons of yards. Tons and tons of fun plays on tape. All right, let's get into the tape. Brent, what do you see? What skills do you think Tank has that can make him successful in the NFL? So, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing, obviously, with him is his quickness or his suddenness. Because, uh, especially down in Mobile, it was so easy to see how he just stops on a dime and changes directions like with no uh, difficulty at all. And so quick watching him run routes and stuff. It's, it's so hard to stay on top of him and cover him because he will just so quickly go from one direction to another. And it, it's just so hard to keep up, especially in like man coverage or something uh, down in mobile. He was an absolute nightmare. Uh, he, he was just, he's so hard to keep stay on top of. And once he has the ball, He is just electric, as you mentioned, like with him returning punts and stuff. He has that ability to just see the field, redirect, and make guys miss, and pick up a lot of yardage. Um, Another big reason why I'm big on him is his overall production. I mean, his worst game this year was six receptions, 44 yards. Uh, He never had a game this entire year with less than six receptions. He's always able to make himself open and available uh, for his quarterback. And even something like last year when they played Cincinnati, which I think is probably his toughest test that he's had in these two years that uh, he's been so productive. He faces that Cincinnati secondary that had Sauce Gardner, Brian Cook, uh, Kobe Bryant, and he still has nine for 152 and a touchdown. And if you turn on that film, he looks just absolutely great. Um, And he has that ability as well, like you said, uh, as a return man. So there's just a lot to love about his game. Uh, Obviously, you're going to look at his size and stuff, but his his suddenness and quickness and ability after the catch just make him a really great weapon for an offense. Yeah, he's a guy that we tend to, I feel like a lot of these receivers in this class have a separation issues, and that is not an issue with him. No. I mean, if you're able to, if a corner is able to really truly lock him up on the line, press, they can kind of knock him off his timing. But the problem is you can't press him that easily. He's so damn slippery, just like a, like a move this way, a move that way. And if you're wrong, the next thing you know, he's 10 yards behind you. 
you know, then they back off a little bit. The problem with that is you never know what direction the dude's going to go. He's like a like a human pinball machine. You just never know what direction he's. He's so fast, so sudden. You know, he doesn't lose speed when he cuts. He just jumps. I mean, you see things on tape that are just like, guys should not do that. Like mm-hmm. he just, I mean, I think I highlighted one of my tweets. I think he got him cornered and he's, and the next thing you know, he's like, boom, he's over here. You're like, damn. So it's just, it's really fun to watch him play. I, I mean, I'd highly, highly encourage going to wherever you watch film nerds, just even just pop up highlights on, on YouTube. You can see how electric the student is in space. So yeah, yeah with that almost, separation, like you, you mentioned with the separation, like there's a lot of dudes in this class that are electric, like Trey Tucker, or Darius Davis or something like that. But he's the one that consistently has no issues generating his own space, running routes, actually in an offense like he. Yeah. Right. And then from a technical standpoint, too, he if he is covered, he still is makes a lot of catches. You know, he's got good, good concentration. You see a little bit of, you know, the high high pointing down the field, you know, when you tracking, you see a little bit of those things you wouldn't expect a little guy like him to do. He mm-hmm. can make contested catches, although his, obviously his catch radius is pretty small of five, eight, mm-hmm. you know, and shorter arms. So, but you see him make those types of catches where he jumps up and can high point. You see a lot of technical things that you really like too. He's versatile. He's going to be used all over. I can see any NFL team, you know, using him for all sorts of ways. He'll get, obviously oh, yeah. see the field in special teams. But I mean, I, I hope to God we get somebody that can really, truly use him like he can be. All right, Brett, what do you think's weaknesses? I mean, we've obviously glanced on the size, but what, what else do you think could possibly hold him back? Yeah, I think really the biggest thing, obviously, is his size. I mean, I think he was initially listed at like 5'10 and then measured in at like 5'8 in Mobile. Um, 163, I believe, was also what he was there. Right. Um, yeah, and like one of the things that I will mention about his size even is um even down in mobile the, the his toughest matchup was julius brents i feel like in those one-on-one drills obviously because he's such a physical corner but even against a guy as physical as brents he was still i would say about 50 50 on reps that he was against him um and beat him a few times so even a physical corner like that i don't think always will just kill him because of his size but his size is something obviously like you said his he's going to be limited in certain areas because of that um He's a little bit of an older prospect too. Um, I think he's only even like a week younger than I am. He's like he's 23, I believe, uh, but he's not super old like Stetson Bennett or some other guys. But right, uh, one thing I did notice in Mobile that I was a little put me off a little bit was uh, when they did a lot of punting return drills. He he had a, quite a few muffs. I don't think I've noticed that on film at all that he's had an issue with that. Um, but because his hands are usually really great, but right, yeah. I think really for him, his downside is just people are going to look at his size and go, can he be durable? Can he, you know, handle contact? Will he be able to make enough plays that are contested at the next level? But I think with all the things we talked about already, I, I'm not very concerned about it. I do believe he did have, when you were talking about his years, I think one of them, he was forced to medically redshirt on his first freshman or sophomore year. Probably, yeah, it might make that would make sense. But I, he hasn't had an injury problem since. I don't worry about him being durable too much, but that's really the main concern with him. Yeah, I think the injury more stems from the side. I mean, size. I mean, if he takes a couple hits from you know like Micah Parsons or something like that, he's yeah. probably going to get injured. But you know, when you see the tape, he he's pretty good at avoiding contact too. He doesn't you know run into people and get leveled a whole lot you know he he realizes his limitations you see him get out of bounds wisely a lot of Mm -hmm. times you know he's smart too so 
so draft capital. I mean, draft capital is always a thing. I almost took him in the second of a mock draft I did yesterday. Like, mm. I, I don't think that's where his draft capital lies. I think it's probably on mock draft database. I see a lot of third and fourth round. Do you think that's probably the sweet spot for him? Or? I wouldn't be super surprised to see him jump into the second round, especially after Mobile. I mean, like, like I said, he was... I would say he was definitely the most impressive wide receiver in Mobile for really the entirety. Maybe Michael Wilson would would have challenged him for that. He had a great, great week down there as well. But I think the way he consistently created separation and what he sh- what he's already showed on film he can do after the catch, obviously, will convince a lot of people that he's worth taking there. But with that size, a lot of people that might think more conventionally might just be scared off enough until about the third round. But um, I wouldn't be shocked. Do you see like a, a good fit for him, a team you'd really like to see him on? Or I would say the, the the thing that I would love to see him at would be Miami. I think <laughs> that's not right. You can't put him with with Tyreek and Waddle. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's, I know it's insane to have all of that, but it, it just feels like what Mike McDaniel's wants, right? Like he wants all this speed, all this agility, like all these people that are just so quick. I mean, even with Gusecki at tight end, he's always going for that. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. Yeah, uh, I can see that, though. It'd be fun. Yeah, otherwise, I really like uh, Green Bay. Part of it, probably a little biased being from Wisconsin. But yeah. I really think a guy like him or any of these other really good slot like type guys that can work really well in the slot would be a great pair with Christian Watson being that big body, deep ball threat. And then having someone under like Tank Dell would be, I think, best there. Otherwise, there's always those teams like the Giants and the Ravens that <laughs> they just need wide receivers. They need guys. Giants right. maybe less so because hopefully Wandale Robinson will be healthy next year. But yeah, ironically, the Ravens came out as a stick out of, for me for replacing Hollywood. You know, as a mm-hmm. type of guy that can do that that scramble drill that Lamar Jackson just kind of let Tank just run around in the secondary while Lamar runs around and then finds him open forty yards, fifty oh, yeah. yards downfield. You know, a guy that you know. But I want to see an offense that will put him in the slot. We'll get creative, get ways, find ways to get him the ball on screens, end arounds, mm-hmm. things like that, you know. And he's um, he's so yeah. quick that like those like scramble drill breakdowns, he's so good at getting open. I noticed that too, even when like mm-hmm. Clayton too yeah. has to scramble out of the pocket or something, he's he's always able to get open because you're not gonna be able to cover him forever with how quick he is. Oh, exactly. And do you have a player count for him? Yeah, I mean talking about the uh the dolphins, I, I kind of I was trying to find an NFL player that was a little better because I'll tell you my other one here too, but I, I kind of went with Waddle. Just his ability, his lateral movements and how quick he is doing that kind of stuff and how easy it is for him to find space and how electric he is after the catch just reminded me of him a lot. But in terms of like production level and stuff, like I didn't want to initially compare him just because he hasn't had an amazing NFL career and I think Dell will be more successful. But Jakeem Grant, kind of like that similar small guy, but extremely quick hard to keep hard to cover and also has that returner ability as well yeah i see that you definitely can see that though yeah and obviously you wanted him to be a little more successful but yeah i can see that though um no very good yeah i don't have a player count for him he's just one of those guys i I love watching a lot you know it's unique because you almost want to call him something like one of these gadget type guys like a tavon austin or something like that even maybe but it's like i feel like it's a disservice to him because he's he's a lot more he has more utility, I believe, just as a genuine wide receiver than a lot of these other like return gadget type guys that you right, think right, about yeah. and talk about. Yeah, I like his his production is is one of those ones. You know, I think it will satisfy you know he'll satisfy the you know a lot of the analytics crowd because he had that production. 
and yeah, he's just one I, I really, one of those guys you really root for too. You know, you don't, uh, you know, it sounds funny, but you get those guys in your class that you just want to, you know, want to be one of your guys just because he's oh, yeah. cool and you want to see him succeed. So, yeah, of course, and the little guy that's nicknamed Tank, like, come on, exactly, he always wants exactly. That. All right, Brett. Thank you so much for popping on, man. It was fun mm-hmm. talking to you. Um, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter. Uh, anything you want to plug, anything like that, whatever you want, man. Yeah. So, I mean, right now, all I got right now is my Twitter, which is uh, Washobi underscore draft. That's W-I-S-H-O-B-Y underscore draft. Pretty much I just post all my stuff on there right now. I'm not affiliated with anyone. Don't have a company or anything or a website, anything like that right now. I got my, my pin tweet is like my uh, port from last year. And then this year I'm working on my offense right now. And then once I'm done, I'll move on to defense and post those onto my Twitter as well. Uh, probably make those my new pin tweet once, once uh, this year's class I'm done evaluating, but I think I'm going for like 405 players this year or something like that. And I'm at wow. about a hundred right now. Nice. I think it was either 390 or 400, something like that about. Yeah. But Very just cool. doing my stuff Very on there right now. Seeing what's going to come. Yeah. That's how, that's how to do it, man. And it's like, I, I kind of started out it's different the different paths to have now the the draft community that everybody is is so much so much knowledge everybody's craving for it and you know if mm-hmm. you want to if you want to make that your niche there's definitely a place for you so I'm sure somebody will reach out to you that's just just awesome man you're doing oh, yeah. good stuff so. definitely all the people at uh, on mobile at mobile too were honestly great like the draft community and like scouting mm-hmm. and uh, football media I found was super welcoming, super awesome down in Mobile, especially like Barnabas and Mike, Dan, uh, John Vogel. A lot of people were like great, even gave me shout outs on Twitter and stuff, you know, like that. I think I yeah. went down there never having used Twitter. And they're like, Barnabas was one that was like, oh, just so you know, you should start doing stuff on Twitter. That's where everyone's going to look. That's where you can get found. That's where you should network. Yeah. Went from like 13 followers of just people I knew to like 80 by the time I was gone, you know. So it's like people help a lot with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, usually the the community is is awesome. Like anybody will come up to you and just start talking to you, and you're like, do you know who you are? <laughs> like, you know, you have like mm-hmm. forty thousand followers. Why are you talking to me? You know, and and if you ask them, you pick their brains, they'll usually tell you, you know, hey, this is what I see. This is what I look for when I look for this. And this is everybody's always willing to help. And I mean, there's so many ways to scout, so many things to look for. So just keep picking mm-hmm. people's brains. Yeah. No one seemed very like stepping on toesy or like. Uh you know, intimidated yeah. or like, Oh, I, I'm in my spot. It's like, no, it's like, I just want to talk football and right. Yeah, fun. Except for Kuiper. That dude's an asshole. <laughs> I keep saying that. See, I, I asked him, I, I'm kidding. I, I didn't even ask him to be on my show because I just know he wouldn't, but I keep saying he, he's ignoring my request and I just keep calling him a prick. So one day, one day I might get a cease and desist from his lawyer or something. If I ever get big enough to where <laughs> people listen in mobile, uh, Dan got a picture with Ian Rappaport. He was nice. there up in the stands. I wanted to go too, but I was that. like, ah, he already got bo- bothered once. I'm like, I won't go bother him again. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Brett. I, I mean, I could be us all day, so I better not do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much for popping on. Uh, everybody, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ. This podcast, Daily Draft, RPRT, part of the Campus Duke Canton family. Make sure you check all our podcasts out and our site for tons and tons of analysis, statistics, and some of the best analytics tools you'll find anywhere. Thank you all for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>